Hello everyone and welcome to Working With Humans. We are recording our episodes that we call Happiness Shorts. My name is Matt Phelan, Head of Global Happiness at the Happiness Index and I am here with... I'm Raj Naik here from happiness.me based out of Mumbai in India. Hey Raj, how's, how's life? Great Matt, nice to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah, good. It's just, um, it's just, it's nice to um, nice to catch up with people all around the world and and hear hear how things are going. How's um, how's your little dog? Oh, my dog, Meredith, she's fine. She's somewhere around here, or oh, that she's sleeping. That's what she does the whole day. What time is it in London? It is six fifty-eight. You're the only person I'd get up this early for, other than my mum, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, and sorry for this timing but uh, uh it's a, a pleasure raj um raj i'm just going to introduce you in, in your bio um format um but then i'd like you to, to do that in a more human human way um i'm on your linkedin now um and by the way if people uh, enjoy raj today um he always uses the tag at raj cheerful with double l so r-a-g uh, sorry r-a-j-c-h-e-e-r-f-l-u L-L. Um, and yeah, he posts some great stuff on social, but I'll just read out his bio. Happiness is contagious. Help us spread the cheer. Um, founder and managing director of House of Cheer Networks PVT Limited in Mumbai. Um, and before that, you were um, CEO at Viacom. Um, and I think that's, um, that's still that's um, the, the current main thing that you're working on, but there's a whole media and tv career here raj as well that i can't do it justice by reading it out so i'm going to give up and let you introduce yourself oh, thank you thank you matt i mean I, i'm just another person who's uh, spent a lot of time in the media and entertainment business uh, more than three decades i was lucky i was one of the first people to uh, join the television bandwagon in india way back in 1993, so I was one of the six people who started uh, Star TV in India, Rupert Murdoch's company. And, uh, well, after that, uh, launched uh, India's largest news network, NDTV, and then Ycom. So I've done quite a bit in, in my own way in the media and entertainment space. And that's when I said, I need to reinvent and do something different. And that's why happiness. Wow. Um, Raj, I've got... Um... I'm gonna. It's really difficult because I want to speak to you for about five hours, but I'm gonna. I've got. I've just got like four or five questions. That I'm gonna try and whiz through um, in the next uh, eighteen minutes. But the first one's a personal one, which is what makes you happy, Raj? Uh, making others happy. I think that makes me happy when I see uh, people around me. If I can be of any help, if I can bring a smile to somebody else's face. Uh, that really makes me happy. I think, you know, happiness is also being selfish at some times. You do things because uh, uh, you want to make yourself happy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that, uh, uh, you know, even people, when we do charity and when we give, part of the reason why we do it is for our own selfish reasons, because that yeah. makes good. And so for me, happiness is contentment. For me, happiness is being able to sleep peacefully with my moral compass yeah. intact. For me, happiness is just uh, uh, acceptance, you know, living life the way it is. I love that, Raj. And I think you make a really interesting point on the selfish part there. Because when I'm working with CEOs um, 
And if I failed to convince them that having a, um, a thriving work culture is important, my last final throw of the dice is to say, even if you don't believe all the data um, around employee happiness and customer happiness, at least surely you want to be selfish and work in a nice place to work. <laughs> but it's my, it's, it's my last desperate attempt. Um, I can, uh, sorry, Raj. I can say this from experience because I've led organizations with people more than 2,000, 3,000 people. Uh, and I can say this with, uh, with, uh, with uh, full authority. I had an office. I had a corner office. I had a seven-figure salary. Uh, I had a complete, the entire company was at my command. And one fine morning, I quit my job. I mean, everything was perfect. There was no reason I was doing extremely well. Yeah. And the reason for that is I think a lot of people don't understand what happiness is. Yeah. Sometimes they confuse pleasure with happiness. Sometimes they can take materialistic things as happiness. And most companies, even when it comes to happiness at work, and that's probably the reason why I felt they don't understand the pulse of what actually makes people happy. The yeah. happiness isn't small things. It's not in the big things. Yeah. No, and, and I think uh, even CEOs, I think, first of all, they have to believe in it themselves. And I always tell a CEO, if you're not happy, don't expect your company to be happy. Yeah, because you can only give what you have. If you don't have happiness within you, you can't give it to somebody else. So first rule is you have to make yourself happy if you have to make others happy. I love that. Right. I feel like we should finish, finish the podcast here now, Raj. I don't think we're going to get better insight than that. That is amazing. I've never heard anyone say that before. Um, that's such good advice, Raj. Um, Thank you. Is happiness important in a COVID-19 era? I think it's even more important in a COVID-19 era, uh, era because uh, uh, this is not my own quote, but somebody said it, you know, they said about we are all in the same storm. We, are, we may be in separate boats. But the way I look at it is, you know, any CEO anywhere in the world, I can with conviction say this. You have these people working from home at the moment, right? Yeah. But no CEO knows in who is living in a one-room apartment, who is living in a three-bedroom apartment, who is living in a studio apartment, who is living as a bachelor, who's got his, I'm talking in the Indian context, who's got their parents with, living with them, their in-laws living with them. They have no clue the circumstances under which people are living. Yeah. So it is that much more important for you to understand, to be able to gauge what people are doing how are they living? Because you can't keep asking everybody this question, right? You, you can't do that. So yep. I think the biggest thing, why it's important even more now is because people are worried, people are anxious, uh, people uh, don't know, they're scared. So I would like to believe that the three key things that is very, very important today is empathy, transparency, and communication. I think it's even more important. And these three things are key for building happiness in your organization. Yeah, I, lo I love that, Raj. And um, you, touched on, um, you touched on India slightly there. And it, uh, one of the reasons I've got you on is I really want this podcast to be global. And you're, you're, you're a very well-traveled um, person from, from my understanding. Um, do you think employee happiness is different in India. Do you think a CEO 
in India needs to operate different to a CEO in London or New York or Shanghai? I don't think so at all. I think it is happiness is universal. Sadness is universal. That's a reality. Happiness is universal. The same things through which you can make a person happy in India, you can make the same person with the same actions, you can make a person happy in London, Tokyo or New York. So I don't think it's different. Yes, there are certain cultural differences you have to be mindful about when you're doing uh, implementing certain things but the basic core of happiness is universal and and that doesn't change because of language region or whatever yeah you're and you you summed up there raj why at the happiness index we we dropped purposely dropped the word employee engagement because we don't believe employee engagement is global but we do believe employee happiness is um you you mentioned there that, that that obviously there's local cultural differences um if if you were a, a, a company launching in India, is there mm. any is there any obvious um, cultural differences that you that that you would pick out that that people should be aware of? Yeah, it's very important uh, because whether we like it or not, uh, India is still very it's multicultural within the within the country itself, and yeah. there are lots of do's and don'ts, and uh, you have to be li- li- a little sensitive on how you address an issue or how you ask a question, uh, it's still very hierarchical in many which ways. But but having said that, I don't think, and we are changing, we are moving very fast. I mean, there are a lot of multinationals here in this country. And as a country by itself, we are very innovative in what we do and the way we think. Uh, so I, I don't think there's something major that one needs to be uh, focused upon. But yeah, but there will be small nuances. And I think that Anybody who's local will know that, you know, it, it all depends on how you handle it. And I'm sure this is not unique for India, but it's unique for every market that you would want to uh, enter. Anybody would like to enter. Yeah. I, I, one of the fascinating things for the, for the listeners, um, Raj um, launched House of Cheer in India, um, powered by the Happiness Index. Um, and I read um, Tony's been sending around all the press that you've been getting out there. Um, and when I saw you were launching it, I was, I was wondering what the press response would be in, in, in quite tough times. But the, the overwhelming response seems to be that your, that your business and happiness is, is, is a real breath of fresh air and it's exactly what people want to hear from. Is, has that been the response in when you've been speaking to companies? What, what, what have people, people been saying when you've been in those boardrooms and, or virtually in those boardrooms? I think I'm lucky because having spent three decades in the media industry, that's the least I could expect from my, all my friends in the, in the press. But, <laughs> having, but having said that, uh, a lot of people were shocked. They were surprised. They said, Raj, I mean, you're just completely doing something different. I mean, you know, from what you were doing all these years. So I think there was an element of shock, but everybody was pleased. They said, this is what we need. This is what the country needs. This is what companies need. And uh, I'm very glad that you know we uh, built our own proprietary tool then we partnered with the happiness index in london so we learned from each other we uh, we uh, we've got the best practices and we're using your platform so i think uh, i think uh, it's it's a question of how you approach also one of the things is a lot of people have used the word happiness very loosely yeah and uh, which is also yeah in a way it has evangelized happiness but uh, in a way it has also 
you know, built, brought in a little bit of skepticism in people's mind. And I think when you have reputed organizations or reputed people, because reputation is walks 10 steps ahead of you. Yeah. Good of, you know, it, 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 all, it always walks 10 steps ahead of you. So when you have a company like the Happiness Index or the House of Cheer or anybody uh, with a, a certain amount of track record, when you come and say we are doing something, people want to believe you. And, and I think most companies today are looking for uh, some kind of a tool that can measure happiness and also looking for uh, uh, identifying the interventions and also looking for somebody who can implement it for them so that the journey of happiness continues. And it's not something which is a one-time or a one-off kind of thing. It's a journey. It's, happiness is, you know, it's not, it's not something that just happens overnight. It's a constant thing. You keep on seeding happiness, seeding happiness, seeding happiness. And over a period of time, you're hoping that the residual effect of it overall will remain. Yeah. Um, no, it's really good insight, Raj. Um, one thing that I found really interesting is that if you are in the business of happiness, you have to be really conscious of your own team's happiness because you can't be out there talking about happiness without your own team feeling it. Um, have, you, have you been conscious of that with, with, with your founding team? We are very conscious about it. So if you go to our website, I mean, uh, you will not see any founder, managing director, nothing. It's a happiness squad and all the photographs, we are just a happiness squad. Raj, can we, have, um, can we have a shout out on the URL that people might want to visit the website? Yeah, just happiness, H-A-P-P-Y-N-E-S-S dot me, M-E. Great, thank you. And, and our philosophy is... Uh, we can't make you happy. You can make yourself happy. We can only assist you, guide you, show you the way on how to be happy. Yeah. And that's why we say it always begins with you. You got it? Are you there? Yeah, man? yeah I was just, I, I was literally, you just left me thinking, <laughs> which is a good, that doesn't always happen. I was just, yeah, I was really, um, I was enjoying that, enjoying that point. Um, and what's what's the have you talked that through with your team as well? I mean, tell us about the makeup of your team. Are they people you knew before? Or are they some uh, are people I knew before? Uh, Namrata Tata, who uh, was my colleague at Ycom, she used to head all the English channels. She used to lead the revenue business for all the English channels. But I found she she spoke more about happiness than she spoke about business. That's why I found very yeah. really, and we have a story. If you go to my website. Uh, happiness.me you will see a blog written by me uh, and we have a story about how we went to Bhutan and how this whole idea of happiness triggered and things like that but in, I can't say it in a short podcast but yeah. that uh, uh, everybody who's uh, joined the team somebody is an engineer somebody is a creative person somebody is a tech person uh, we've got psychologists uh, we've got different people, we, uh, and the whole idea was people who can add value to each other, not duplicate our, uh, knowledge or understanding of what we want to do. But what yeah. was one basic criteria we had? If you are not happy, don't join us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because and 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 like I say, happiness is contagious, and and uh, uh, one of the things that we do within ourselves is uh, we motivate each other yep. in different ways. And I think that's the key, you know, having happy people because happiness also creates energy. So if yep. if you are happy, you radiate positive energy. Yep. And that has multiplier effect. Yep. And that's why it's so important to create a conducive, happy environment. Yeah. 
Um, and Raj, let's let's test that though. What if someone's listening to this podcast and they're working in a culture and an, an environment of a business in India where they're not treated well, mm-hmm. but they're a brilliant data scientist. They hear this podcast, they read the website. They're actually unhappy, but they they feel like by joining a, a company led by people like you, that actually that 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 could change the way they feel. Um, w- would you be interested in speaking to them? Matt, you'll be surprised. I am inundated with phone calls, messages, emails. <laughs> I wish I was a large company. I could take everybody on board because that's the kind of people I want. But we yeah. are still growing and obviously these are challenging times. But yeah, yeah. yes, of course. I mean, uh, because somebody who has that thought, who has that passion, who's thinking that way is the kind of people that we would like to be associated with. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And Raj, we, you, you touched on Bhutan there. We cover that in the book around gross national happiness. Um, if you, can, can you just tell us a little bit about the um, a little bit about Bhutan and that trip? I think that that influence is strong a lot, a lot amongst a lot of people in this community. So when I was, I always grew up hearing about this gross national happiness, and it always that intrigue. You know, it was always I was curious about it. Until a couple of years ago with YCOM senior leadership team, we had a conference in Bhutan. It was a three-day conference. And, uh, you know, when I met people there, I found them happy. And I found so many things like hospitalization was free, uh, education was free. and and But generally, I found people happy. And one day, uh, my colleague Namrata, who works with me now, she went to a shop and she bought some jewelry, you know, silver jewelry or something worth about a thousand pounds, maybe 60 or 70,000 Indian rupees. And she swiped a credit card. It didn't work. She swiped the second credit card. It didn't work. She swiped the third credit card. It didn't work. And she was embarrassed. And she told the shopkeeper, I'll come back and collect it. And she was leaving the shop. And he called her back and he said, ma'am, you chose this thing. Why are you not buying? She said, I don't have cash. So he said, okay, you can send it to me. And she said, but I don't live here. I don't live in Bhutan. (laughs) He said, it's okay, you can take it, and this is our bank account number, you can transfer the money. Now, that story for me said a lot of things, because trust, you know, what it said was he trusted you, he trusted a stranger. And when you're happy, you become magnanimous. Yeah. And, And you trust so for me, it was a big story. And that, that story stayed with me when I came back to India. And then I said, you know what? If we are able to make a little difference to this world by spreading cheer and spreading happiness. And I also realized that you can't live on love and fresh air. So I said, if I can make a business out of it, where I'm doing both, I'm spreading cheer and spreading happiness, doing some good, to organizations or to people around me. And in the process, I'm also able to run a sustainable business. That's what I want to do. And that's how we started happiness.me. Yeah, oh, I, love, I, love, I love that, Raj. Thanks for sharing that. Um, we're on to the last question. Um, I've got the CEO listening here of the Indian Oil Corporation, the Reliance Industries Limited, Oil and Natural Gas, State Bank of India, Tata Motors, Bharat, uh, Hindustan and Rajesh Exports Limited, which I had to Google the top uh, eight biggest companies in India to get that list. Yes. Um, and they've listened to this um, and they've been to your website. They've checked out some happiness index research and they're, and they're thinking, 
I really want to get involved in this, but how do I get the board? How do I get my board on side? Because if I turn up, they might think this is fluffy. Um, mm. But I'm I'm sensing this is something I want to I want to do. Have you got Have you got advice for the CEOs, the HR directors that are listening that that want to put happiness in the boardroom in Indian companies? Uh, yes, I do. I think first of all, the if it's this, it has to be driven from the CEO, okay, and then followed by the HR. You know, uh, I think it's important for them to believe in it, for them to have the conviction. And uh, if they are not able to convince their board for whatever reasons, which they should be able to, because the truth is today, uh, there was a time when, you know, the company was biggest asset is to be planted machinery. Today, your biggest asset is human beings, humans. Okay. You can't take care of your people, your biggest asset. I think then there is a problem. I think if they are not able to convince their board, they should invite us. We will go and convince their board. Yeah. Raj, um, we are up. We are one minute over time. Um, I have learned so much today. Um, I'm actually going to have to listen back to this a couple of times because I think, although it was quick, there was some really big points in there. Um, and I just want to finish by saying thank you um, for taking your time out um, to, to, to record this podcast. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so much. Thank you, Raj. Chat soon. Yes. Bye-bye.